Andrew Tate. Hey, you're listening to the Authentic with Alicia pod. I'm your host. You can call me A for short. This episode is inspired by the infamous Andrew Tate. If you're not in the know, I'll let you know that Andrew Tate is a social media mogul. Let's just crown him the new head of the Manosphere. Because the way I see it, he took what Kevin Samuels was doing and ran with it. He is of international notoriety and currently he's in the news. And you know it's big when someone from social media makes the news for allegations of some really suspect sexual assault in Romania type things. I'm not going to get into that too much because if you want to Google it, it'll come up real quick and I'm not here for it. But what I wanted to talk about today is a little broader than just Andrew Tate. Here we have a man who's been able to acclaim such fame and fortune and notoriety from being so brash and crash. And you know what? I gotta give him the slow clap. I know you guys probably thought I was gonna come in here with the same energy that I had for Kevin Samuels last year, but no, no. It's a new year and I see things differently. I'm gonna give credit where it's due because the way I see it, Andrew Tate took the script and ran with it. He knows how the sick cycle of social media works. He even got it down to a percentage of 60% people agreeing with you and 40% disagreeing with you so that it gets the algorithm to see the engagement in the comment section as a positive thing. As you guys know, especially with that quote unquote whistleblower, which we've spoken about in another pod before. I don't really trust her intentions in revealing everything about Facebook, but hey, she did it. And it was no surprise that Facebook will promote things that create shock, anger, or adverse responses. As humans, we have this, I guess, ancestral response to negativity, whether you wanna say fight or flight, or just because we have this magnetic energy towards negative news, it works. And this is a tale as old as time. So I'm not going to point out Andrew Tate and call it a crime, even though he might have actually committed a crime. But again, we're leaving that where it is today until the facts come out. What I do want to talk about with you guys today is looking at him as a case study. Here's this man, love him or hate him. And let's just put it out here. His primary demographic is, of course, men. But it turns out it's prepubescent men, which says a it says a lot in itself. But even if it's a grown man that finds Andrew Tate is a breath of fresh air, be it as it will, I think we have to have an openness to it. Hear me out. I love hearing people who have an opposing idea from mine. Someone who states something that's so off the cuff or so extreme, because it lets me know who the person is. And in essence, that is authenticity. We each and every day have the opportunity and option of being honest with ourselves and those around us by standing in our truth. I will say, I don't know Andrew Tate personally, but the way he comes off, he says things with such conviction. He's a really good actor or he really believes in what he's perpetuating. Do I agree with what he's perpetuating? No, obviously not. But I respect the fact that someone can sit there and accrue so much notoriety and so much attention around stating things in such a crash way. The way I see it is it's a video game at this point and he knows how to play. Should I be mad at the player or the game? It comes back to what I've said many times before. Social media is merely a mirror. We tend to click, like, follow, subscribe, or complain about content and that's what expands. 
After all, wasn't it all the way back to podcast episode two that I mentioned to you? We pay attention in three ways, with our time, our mind, and money. And sometimes they all intertwine. A lot of times when we find an influencer we like or respect, we feel inspired by or it's aspirational, we will pay attention with our time by spending time on their page. We'll pay attention with mind where we'll think about them as we're going through their content. And sometimes we spend the money on their stuff or they endorse something that we end up buying. At its essence, that's essentially what an influencer is and that's how I look at Andrew Tate. He's an influencer of words and a mindset that has been here for a long time. I can't be mad at Andrew Tate. I can't even be mad at his followers. I'm looking at the sentiment sideways. For centuries, seemingly eons, it has been okay for women to be oppressed in the ways that he's restating. He's just reinventing the wheel. Nothing he said is new. Absurd, outlandish, but not new. I think we need to take time instead of getting mad at this person who's recycling old-ish to remember that a time in life, that's how things were. Men were expected to be one way and women were expected to be another. And he's trying to bring it back in 2023. And some people were really living for it in 2022 and hey, get it how you live it. I've come to the place in my life where if I encounter someone who supports someone like that or someone who has an opposing belief, I'll have an interesting discourse with them. I'm not trying to change their mind, but it lets me know where they stand. I've always said I'd rather know where someone's at rather than me be the fool assuming that we're on the same page or they have a similar ideology or we can get along about certain things. But if they let me know off jump or at some point in time, at least then I know. Back on track with this Andrew Tate character, I would be almost scared to say that I have a small sliver of respect for the math that he's done. I would even say the same for Kevin Samuels. Do I agree with the misogyny? Do I agree with the disrespect and disregard? Of course not. But we see that in social media, the things that blow up the most are the things that are blown out of proportion, right? So if he was doing social media for quote unquote long time, as one of my favorite news outlets pointed out, He's not Boo Boo the Fool. He wasn't doing what wasn't working. Apparently he was doing wrestling before, but he wasn't that good. So I mean, in the grand scheme of things, at least you know how to pivot properly. And there's something we can learn from people we may not necessarily agree with or even like about how they take something and they turn it into something that works for them. That is the purpose of this podcast. Whatever side of the conversation you fall on, or if this is the first time you've heard his name, just know that moments like these are an opportunity for you to look at yourself and say, I like this person or I don't, and this is why. And from there, discern what you can learn to better your own life. Instead of getting mad and then having your heartstrings pulled or being elated, find the in-between where you make something that you see scrolling on your screen useful to you. That is the best thing you can do with social media. To add to that, I think it's so essential that when we are encountering these controversial topics, whether it's about the manosphere or other conspiracy theories or what's going on with politics or this recession, not recession, that we come to peace with where we stand and know that it's okay to shift. A lot of times we put our identity so much in what we believe and sometimes that stifles us from getting to where we go. It doesn't mean that we're gonna pivot and go way left when we were always right. It just means that we're willing to even turn and look at the other side and in that gain awareness. 
if there's a scale of one to five and we were always one, maybe we'll go slightly to two or we'll make it to the middle part of three or we'll stay strictly as one or move all the way to five. But that's the point of being alive. You have the permission at any time to change your mind, to expand your experience and to see things differently at the very least. And what baffles me about people who get so agitated about the Andrew Tates of the world is you're missing the lesson. Men like him, women like fill in the blank will not go away. Even in some person's angst about someone finding virality and sustainability and success in perpetuating negativity, you got to let that go. It's not doing anything for you anyways. And you can turn it into positive as a talking point. If you have nephews or small boys around that may be scrolling his content, having a conversation, opening their mind to seeing both sides so that they don't become so aligned with something that doesn't quite set the right foundation for respect of women or open-mindedness as far as societal norms. There's always going to be some people out there with rigid ideas about gender, sexual orientation, race, ethnicity, class, social economic status. And moments like these provide good conversation points and also points of contention. I want to keep it real with you. Whenever you have an emotional response, you have to see and sit with it. Is it your ego responding? Is it because you've been there before and you've been triggered? Or is it for the greater good and commonality? Once you realize which of the three you feel, you can fuel into something that can help you find resolution. And that's what I want to provide you. There's going to be a lot more triggers in 2023, let me tell you. Look at the last couple of years and I expect it to only become more. I can't say bigger, better, worse. It's all up to your perception, but it's just going to be more than what we experienced before. So this is your prep sesh to get used to what we're seeing and just be like water off the back. Just another person who speaks like that. One thing I love podcasts, one thing I absolutely love about podcasting is I can hit record and think I'm going to talk about how society creates the mentality instead of Andrew Tate or that parents will have a lot harder time now and in the future than maybe our parents did because of social and all of these other influences on a child's life. And that's right. It is what it is. It would be easier to be a parent in our parents' life or our grandparents' life or our great, 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 great grandparents' life. But this is the present and this is where we are. For some reason, I feel way more contented with the direction that we took with the podcast instead of talking about those two topics in depth. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. If you did, you know what to do. Rate and review to let the algorithm know you want this pod to grow. And until next week, stay blessed, stay authentic.